So welcome back guys to yet another episode of my podcast. Thank you for always listening in and if you're new here, Wednesday is the day that I get to post a new episode. So you're welcome. And guys, I have a cold. So I hope I'm going to be as clear as possible and that my voice is going to be tolerable for each and every one of you to hear. So today I'm going to cover a topic that is very wide. I don't think anyone has covered it to exhaustion yet, but I'm going to try as much as possible to be detailed because I did some research from different people and I hope by the end of the podcast someone is going to learn a thing or two or it's going to help you understand uh, the people around you or how to cope with the people around you that are going through the same thing so and the topic is actually a special request from some of you i hope i deliver to your expectations so our topic today is going to be about anxiety what is anxiety according to the american psychological association Anxiety is an emotion characterized by feelings of tension, worry, thoughts, and physical changes. In short, they, you can't say like anxiety is quantifiable. Like there's no numerical limit to how anxious someone is. You can say my friend was 50% anxious yesterday. Like out of 1 to 10, she was like 5 out of 10 anxious. No. You can't quantify it. It's just a feeling that comes and after some time it goes. So I, I, I found some symptoms or signs that you might actually be anxious. I know so, so many of us get to feel these things but we overlook them maybe because we're busy during the day. Ama, you hardly get time to listen to your body. So like one of the signs was feeling nervous restless or tense like one minute you're okay and the next minute you're just all over the place for no no reason no reason at all you're restless you can't sit down you keep feeling like i something is not okay so if you've ever experienced that that is one sign that you might be struggling with anxiety then another one was having a sense of impending danger panic or doom i think this specific one i struggle with it a lot a lot a lot as the podcast continue we are going to do to talk about types of anxiety but this specific one for having a sense of impending danger i hardly sleep when i'm traveling some i think two three years ago we had an accident with my friends and ever since it's been downhill if i try and get sleep i keep feeling nikama we are going to get an accident i just get so many weird bad thoughts like i i i I just panic for no apparent reason so yeah i think having a sense of impending danger you're panicking for no reason ama the constant feeling of something bad is going to happen that is also a sign of anxiety having an increased heart rate your heart starts pumping at a faster rate than it was before. That means you're anxious about something. Breathing rapidly, you're hyperventilating 
like the rate of breathing in increases you're sweating for no apparent reason having tremors uh, you might also feel weak or tired of course having insomnia insomnia is usually not a, like a good sign for so many reasons so if you're having trouble sleeping that could also be a red, a red flag and also if you're having difficulty in controlling your worries like you worry too much for no reason you're just there one time you start thinking hi where did i where where did i leave my my phone where like you just you're worrying too much for no apparent reason that could also be a red flag i'm pretty sure these are not like all the signs but i think these are the most common ones that most of the times we don't really pay attention to but these ones are like red flags to just sense like something is wrong somewhere so of course i know you want to know what might trigger your anxiety so there is stress at work or at school which is very normal at work your bosses are pressuring you you're working with deadlines so yeah that could actually trigger your anxiety at school work is piling up exams cuts everything yeah that could could also trigger your anxiety and then there's also stress at or in your relationships so many things happen in relationships there's a lot of pressure maybe from your partner maybe from your partner's family so many it's when i when i say relationship is just not about the romantic relationships even friendships your friends can make you anxious like the pressure the pressure is what i think is the trigger in such relationships another one another trigger could also be financial stress when you're trying to meet to meet your financial needs and one plus one is not adding up also that will also trigger your anxiety and then stress from an emotional trauma especially for guys that were bullied when they were young or grew up in in very violent families like each and every time you find yourself in a violent environment it triggers your anxiety because it takes you back to those days when bad things used to happen to you so emotional trauma could be a trigger then there's serious medical illnesses for example depression because depression is now a clinical diagnosis it could also be a trigger for anxiety then the side effects of medications i know most of you guys don't read that car leaflet that is usually inside the drugs that we take the ones that are prescribed by the doctor and you find most of the time anxiety is usually there come a side effect so yeah that could also be a cause and then there's use of illicit drugs like cocaine cocaine has a various side effects and i think anxiety is one of them so those are the few triggers that i got you could also try and look up for more triggers but those are the most common triggers especially for us millennials that are trying to figure out life i think those are the most those are some of the triggers of anxiety that we might have 
so types of anxiety and uh, after doing this research i was so surprised like the little things that we overlook will are actually anxiety because like i am um, like the first type of anxiety i got was agoraphobia and agoraphobia is basically a disorder in which you fear and often avoid places or situations that might cause you to panic or make you feel trapped helpless or embarrassed i'm pretty sure every one of us has experienced this like if you were young and you went for a birthday party maybe for your friend for your cousin then you know when we are young so many things happen maybe you fell down maybe you went to the toilet pooped and didn't wipe yourself well then once you come back to the rest of the guys you're smelling like maybe you went you went somewhere when you were young and something bad happened to you like you got embarrassed and everything you keep feeling like every time you go to such a place something is going to happen like the embarrassment that you felt maybe 10 years back is the same embarrassment that you're going to feel today so you try and avoid going to birthday parties or any social gathering that is going to make you feel like become a like a deja vu feeling to like whatever happened is gonna happen and i don't know if it happens when now i'm big what is going to happen to me so yeah i didn't know that was like uh like that feeling had a name so it's called agoraphobia then there's where almost every one of us falls there is social anxiety avoidance of social situations due to feelings of embarrassment kind of the same thing with agoraphobia self-consciousness and concern about being judged or viewed positive negatively by other people so i think this used to be me some few years back i've always been a big girl i not that i've been struggling with my weight or anything and then around i think third year there third year second year i lost weight stress is a compass but i regained my weight like immediately i went to fourth year so i used to actually i didn't know how to respond to people inviting me to go to their parties i didn't know how to go about it because if i wear this how will people look at me so i used to really avoid going to social where a lot of people are gathered because i kind of used to downgrade myself like i the clothes that i wear the shoes that i wear like i used to feel in a camera i'll not fit in so every time i used to be invited no will be like the immediate answer that I, I used to give but that was like a few years back i think now i'm past that i have accepted it is what it is so yeah just dress dress your body according to how it looks and yeah i don't know where this esteem comes from i don't know i think you grow i don't know what happened but now nowadays i don't have it then there's 
a panic disorder. Uh, this is like another type of anxiety. And it is episodes of sudden feelings of intense anxiety and fear or terror that reach peak within minutes. And the signs mostly is feelings of, you keep feeling like something bad is going to happen. And then immediately you just run out of breath, chest pains. And I think most of the times guys that experience this just end up fainting. So yeah, I didn't know that was actually a type of anxiety. I think I used to think panic attacks are a thing of their own, kind of like they're not under anxiety, but I have checked it up from like different perspectives and it's been put under types of anxiety. So yeah, that is something new I learned, I didn't know. And panic disorder, I have not experienced it, but I have seen someone experience it and it's not actually a good thing. So yeah, I think these are just things that happen on a daily basis. Either you have the science, but you don't have a name for it. So I think that is what has been happening. And there's also anxiety due to a medical condition. This is so direct to the point. You might be having a condition that is triggering the anxiety that you're having. So, like you might be having a physical health problem, which is a trigger to your anxiety. So, those ones are the ones that I got for us adults. I don't know if there's any other that I have left out. But in case I have left out, you can add it here. Because, as I've said, this is a very broad topic and no one gets to actually cover it uh, exhaustively. So, yeah, that is, those are the only types of anxiety that I caught. And then something very interesting I came across was the anxiety, and anxiety brain. So, uh, the, the anxiety brain is just being impersonated like a person so what the anxiety brain does is it literally literally tries to create fear even when they are pain, when things are not dangerous personally speed is something i i don't know how i am going to work my way through it but i know there's nothing wrong with speed but anytime anytime i am in a car and I just feel like never, like the driver has started speeding. I just start thinking of death and what my parents will tell people if I die. And there's nothing wrong with it. Like maybe there's no traffic and the driver is just trying to rush to town to get to, to beat the curfew. But my, my head is already thinking about death. So... That is what the anxious brain does. It tries to create fear where there is none. Another thing is it creates rational thoughts that aren't true most of the time. This is very true. Because most people that experience anxiety, if you ask them, the things that go through their head, most of them are like non-existent. Like things that they have in their head are things that can never actually happen in real life. So yeah, the 
anxious brain tries to create rational thoughts that aren't true most of the time. So you'll always feel like maybe the volume of a radio is on the like on the loudest decibel even when it's not then it tries to lie to you that it, it is in control when it's not so you have to learn that the anxious brain is a part of us and that it takes patience and practice to find healing so yeah that is one thing you have to realize is that it takes practice and patience to find the the peace the peace that you need and don't try and rush the anxious brain because it's also trying to learn the new norm so i found that very interesting i didn't know like there was something like that so yeah Basically, that is just like an intro about anxiety that I got. And there are like so many, so many, so many things to talk about when it comes to anxiety. Because it's a very broad spectrum. But every day someone just tries to like do a little bit of it and someone else tries to do a little bit of it and at the end of the day you get to learn a thing and just learn how to deal with the condition once you find that yourself there so something very short that anxiety might be a reminder like you know anxiety can either what is it called it can either elevate or devastate you so sometimes it's just a reminder to maybe turn off the screen and focus on what is within your control. Because sometimes you want to control things that are uncontrollable. Like you trying to control how people think, how people treat you. Those are things that you can't control. So sometimes anxiety is just a reminder to focus on what you can control and leave what you can't. And just don't give a lot of attention to it. And also it could be a reminder that not all thoughts are true. Because we imagine so many things in our heads. And not everything we imagine is actually true. So yeah, anxiety could be also a reminder of that. And anxiety could also be a reminder that we need to deal with something you've been avoiding. Because... Most of the things that actually get to trigger our anxiety are things that we've experienced in the past. Like 90% of the times it is something you've experienced in the past and an environment or a situation similar to that triggers your anxiety because you keep feeling like whatever happened 5-3 years ago or when you were a child is going to happen again. So unless you deal with what happened the anxiety might never go away because every time you find yourself in that situation or you find yourself in that situation it just gives you anxiety for no reason because it's something you're not allowing yourself to deal with maybe if you deal with it and find yourself in the same situation uh, the the scenario is going to be different so yeah it could also be a reminder that we need to deal with things 
like this is this should this should have been like number one we need to deal with things that happened to us so that the future like don't let we don't we, sh- we should not let our past influence how we are going to live in our present because most of the stories i've had or i've listened on anxiety is something that had to do with an event that happened to someone when they were young or when they were growing up like it 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 dates back to something that happened in the past so yeah deal with things deal with things when they happen and then it could also be a reminder to take a few a few many slow deep and focused breaths in life sometimes we're in a hurry like at 25 i need to do this and so when 25 approaches and you haven't done one two three it just gives you a lot of anxiety like what am i doing with my life what are people going to say about me no so sometimes that anxiety is just to remind you that you need to slow down i keep saying no one is marking registers for people that have made it in life early no one is doing that and someone else's graph is not your graph don't give yourself too much pressure. Don't beat up yourself. You need to be the perfect the perfect daughter, the perfect son for your parents. Yeah? And deep down, your mental health is in chaos. I don't think it's healthy. So sometimes just the anxiety, just being anxious could be a reminder that it's never that serious. I need to still, I just need to slow down. So yeah, that, that is that. And then... It will also be a reminder to treat yourself with love, gentleness, kindness, like prioritize yourself. Because I'm sure if any of you has experienced being anxious, immediately the feeling goes away. The first thing that you do is like, thank God. After you do that, just remember, it is fine to be anxious. It happens to almost everyone. Don't beat up yourself treat your anxious self with a lot of love and just remember it's a progress it's a learning process you get there slowly so remember to treat yourself with love and a lot of kindness so that is uh, that I got from she's a psychologist on Instagram she has a page she's called the anxiety healer you could check out her page she has very nice stuff on how to manage anxiety things to do to people that are anxious she has so many so many things she has simplified stuff so you could go check out her page and you're going to learn a lot of things so things not to say to someone when they're anxious number one not to only people that are anxious to anyone trying to express themselves don't ever tell someone it is all in your head i am a culprit i used to tell people guy whatever you're feeling is all in your head you know if it's not in your head okay literally it's in your head but don't tell someone your time it's in your head if you don't know what to say it's better you keep quiet let them experience what they're experiencing once they're down. Try and let them talk about it. So yeah, don't tell someone it is all in your head. 
Two, don't tell someone it's your own fault. Don't do that. Three, you're being weird again. Like, if it's if it's if I am a social weirdo, then we enter into a party and I just start trembling. Don't tell me I'm being weird again. Like, the least I expect is someone to ask me like, what's up? Like, hey, Kwani, what is happening? Don't, don't start telling me I'm being weird again and. Probably this is not the first time that it's happening when I am with you. If this is like a second or a third time, please sit me down and maybe talk me through like it's going to be fine. These are the same people that were here last time. Just yeah, just try and be nice to me. So yeah, don't say things like, oh, here we go again. You're overthinking again as usual. You don't look anxious like no one looks what they go through. So, yeah, those, like, are things not to say to people when they're anxious. So, probably to the parts that I actually felt was very, very necessary is how to manage anxiety. Like, on the clinical side, there's psychotherapy that is done by psychologists and uh, cognitive behavior behavioral therapy as it's called i usually refer to as cbt this is offered in hospitals or mental health care centers this is for clinical the clinical treatment of anxiety but now they're like the simple ways to manage your anxiety find a regular routine because one thing i have realized with anxiety is it thrives so well in chaos and certainty. Because if you're someone that wakes up, sorry, and has no plan whatsoever on how they're going to go about their day, go about their activities during the day, trust me, before the day ends, you're going to be to find yourself in very anxious. You'll remember what I have assignments due tomorrow. I haven't started on any of them. Boom, you start getting anxious. <laughs> Uh, you have so many unresolved issues, maybe with at home, with your friends, with just the relations that you have with your with your people. It's gonna give you anxiety. Like, but if you have a constant routine, like when I wake up after breakfast, I do this. You'll have no time to think about those things. And once you constantly have like a regular routine, your days are just going to be starting, ending, starting, ending, and you'll find that maybe in a week you've had like one anxiety attack maybe just some 30 minutes you were free doing nothing you were free of course doing nothing so you found yourself thinking about one or two things and that is what brought about the car attack like remember remember anxiety thrives in chaos it's just like toxicity and everything but where there is chaos just bad things happen so yeah find a constant routine number two talk don't be afraid to talk just uh, break the stigma cycle talk to someone I'm sure we all have like the one to go person go and talk to them and just express yourself this is how I feel when I go to social gatherings how can you help me like am I okay like just find someone to tell what you're going through 
because by talking is how we get to grow through what we go through so yeah just so just find that one to talk to person and uh, yeah you can always uh, and uh, just welcome pep talks from people then number three says rationalize cause anxiety likes to pull out like worst case scenarios oh hey early this year we were going to cause uh, dna to be specific but yeah i have bad travel anxiety like anytime i'm traveling i keep feeling like something bad is gonna happen so but anxiety is usual there's no time i have thought that you when you travel you're going to get to a place safely so that one time i remember <laughs> telling one of my friends kai so what if we get onto that ferry alafu it's just yet because ticket and then now we sink and then we all die like i know i know anxiety just is the worst it just brings out the worst in your head i i keep feel i keep having such scenarios every time even like from home my mom's place to town is like seven minutes max like in those seven minutes max oh kai if our mat overtakes that trailer alafu you tell it family kokona we are all gonna die yeah so anxiety likes to pull out worst case scenarios in events or things that we are planning to do so keep reassuring yourself as much as possible like it is not real it is not happening reassure yourself like this is not real this will not happen tell that to yourself as many times as possible until you believe it like talk the doubt out talk the doubt out you're the only person that can do that to yourself so yeah remember to rationalize and then number three number four is be mindful don't focus on what happened in january we are in july focus on now what is happening now not if this happened last month it's probably gonna happen now no just focus on now and it's gonna lessen the chance of how anxious you get so i think those are like few ways to manage anxiety sometimes when i'm like very very anxious i feel in the camera i'm starting to get short of breath i blow air into like a paper bag I, I i do i used to do that a lot when i was in campus i used to get very bad panic attack so yeah, i used to blow air into a paper bag in and out in and out in and out until i feel like now um i'm okay like now i'm relaxed uh some guys i know this one so many people do they go to the washrooms cry that is also a way if whatever floats your boat other people shout you know listen to me if music calms you down like that should be your to-go thing listen to music if that calms you down just do the one thing that makes you cool relax don't do something else that will trigger your anxiety that is already like at the peak there do something that is gonna make you feel relaxed so what 
I didn't expect this to be this long. So I think this is like the last part of when to reach out. Sometimes anxiety gets crazy. It gets to levels we can't really control. So if you feel like you're worrying too much and it's interfering with your work, relationship and other aspects of life, I think you should seek help. You know there's the normal answers you have like one minute and you're done. But there are guys that experience longer times when they're anxious. So if you feel like it's starting to interfere with your work and relationship, I think you should reach out. And when the fear and the worry that you're feeling is slowly getting to you and it's becoming very difficult to control it, I think you should also seek help. When I say seek help, it doesn't have to mean that you go to a psychiatrist or a psychologist. No, you could talk to someone that will maybe advise you further on what to do. It could be your mom, it could be your sister, it could be your husband, it could be your wife. Talk to someone. Reach out. Don't suffer alone. Or if you start noticing, maybe you, you're not like, uh, you don't take alcohol often, but now, it's becoming a constant you can't do without i think you need to reach out because that that automatically means something is wrong so yeah and of course when you start having suicidal thoughts reach out don't wait until it's too late i know anxiety is totally a different thing from depression but yeah sometimes you can feel like i May this thing is becoming too much for me, I can't handle, and you start having suicidal thoughts. It is very normal. Reach out. Don't wait until you're gone and then you start saying, No, just reach out when you feel like it's becoming too much to a point of you having suicidal thoughts. So, something to note down is that. When anxiety overpowers you, you will always feel powerless. It is more than just worrying too much and should never be considered as a weakness. It is real, but it does not need to define you. It happens to everyone. And that, in a, I hear people being told, don't let someone's point of view become, yeah, don't let someone's point of you become the point of you like don't let how someone perceives you be how you perceive yourself and that is real it happens to everyone but don't let it define you don't let how you feel around people how you feel around situations define you no you can overcome it don't be too hard on yourself yes it can make you feel powerless most of the times it makes you feel powerless but remember you can overpower it because it's in you it is a part of you and you can always control it find a way find a mechanism that works for you if every time you're anxious you listen to a song and you relax kabisa do it it's going to help you a lot if running to the bathroom works for you run to the bathroom go and cry come back as good as new yes like remind yourself that i can beat this every day don't don't let it 
bring you down because it happens to so many of us it is something i know so many of us are struggling with and it's rarely talked about because everyone is paying more attention to depression so you start telling people oh this is how i feel and before you know it you you just defined as a depressed soul so no anxiety is very different from depression and it is real it is there i'm sure if after the end of this you can just evaluate yourself maybe you've been struggling with social social anxiety most of us struggle with travel phobia travel attack many anxiety and also phobias people that have phobias for height water many height speed i don't know what those two things did to me even just like third fourth floor hey third fourth floor i'm already starting to think hi what if i fall down this the balcony what if no like those are things i know i struggle with and i make sure my friends know so that they don't put me in a position whereby it's going to trigger how anxious i feel so yeah talk out talk it out i only did this just to break the stigma if you're going through it talk your anxiety out that is the only way to beat it talk it out that is like you're 50% into beating it and the rest is just learning to control it and work your way through it so guys that's all i had for you today tried to make it as detailed as possible i don't know if it is detailed at all but i tried to just cover like so many bits to it i hope you're going to learn a thing or two and you might help a friend because now you know a little about anxiety so yeah i also do topics on requests this was a request from like i think two two weeks ago i kept saying i'll do it but eventually i have done it listen and this one i'd proudly say you can share with your friends because we are here to learn we are here to help one another so thank you for listening in and until next week it's a wrap bye